Up until now, playing the Facebook compliance game has been a bit of a black box. You get your account banned, you don't know why, you can't get a hold of anyone on Facebook. But this podcast will uncover exactly what you need to change on your landing page to play nice with Facebook. Not just policy compliance issues, but the specifics that many health supplement marketers just can't seem to get right. Welcome to Health Business Mastery, the Creative Thirst Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Hewitt. A Facebook-compliant landing page for a dietary supplement is very different than a traditional direct response landing page. What gets approved for Google, Display, Bing, or even native ads is very, very different than what gets approved for Facebook. You can't just simply slap on a ClickFunnels theme and be Facebook compliant. It just doesn't work that way. It's more complicated than that. To make matters worse, Facebook constantly changes its algorithms and policies. With Facebook controlling such a big share of traffic, you really can't ignore them. It's becoming difficult to ignore them. That's where the majority of the 45-plus female supplement buying market is online, at least for now. Of course, there are other areas of traffic. There's always an abundance of traffic. Traffic is never the problem. Facebook is not the only game in town. However, a lot of marketers are attracted to Facebook because of Uh, The reach, Facebook has the volume of people, and the way that Facebook lets you target. So typically the struggle with Facebook is you put up a landing page, you start a campaign, uh, or even if you have one running, at some point, Facebook bans you. They shut down your account for no reason whatsoever. And part of that is how deep Facebook is actually looking at your funnel. So... It's not just your landing page anymore that needs to be compliant. Facebook also cares about the next page in your funnel. Do they look beyond that next click to the page after that? For example, do they look beyond the order page to the first upsell? Well, that's debatable. As of right now, from what I'm seeing with our clients, Facebook is looking at the ad level landing page and in some cases one click further in your funnel in other cases not yes the first page a visitor lands on is way more important for compliance with facebook as compared to that next page in the funnel if you're using a compliant pre-sell advertorial page that links to a non-compliant sales page Facebook will eventually stop that funnel from getting traffic because of compliance issues. Both pages need to be Facebook compliant. But one ninja strategy to get around this, at least for now, is to use a quiz. So the more clicks you can add in front of a non-Facebook compliant page, the better chances you have of keeping that campaign running. With a quiz campaign, there are several questions to answer before getting to the next sales page. And each question counts as a click to get to the next step in the eyes of Facebook. So the more clicks it takes to get to the sales page, 
like, for example, an eight-question quiz takes eight or nine clicks, the more you can get away with on the non-compliance side and be a little bit more aggressive with copy on the sales page since it's eight or nine clicks away. The further you get from the original click, the less Facebook compliant you can be, at least for now. I do think this will change in the near future. I can see Facebook going deeper into the funnel to ensure compliance at at every step. As all the new tricks become old tricks, Facebook learns just like we do. We we learn ways to get around Facebook, and Facebook learns how we're getting around them. So it's a never-ending battle. If you want to learn more about quiz funnels, go back to episode 29, where I go deep into using quiz funnels to sell supplements. But in any case, Facebook does care about the buyer experience in the funnel. That's really why they're going uh, deeper and, and beyond that first click. There are Facebook police watching even when you don't see them. So one thing that Facebook does is Facebook surveys your buyers after they purchase from you on their own. And they do this to ensure that the buying experience was positive. So, for example, you could uh, put an ad on Facebook. You get a customer to click on that ad. They go to your sales page. They make a purchase. Now, a few days or a week later, Facebook, on their own, is without the advertiser's knowledge or permission, they are putting out a message to that buyer since they have track them, they know who exactly they are, and your buyer is going to see something in the feed that looks like um, the ad that they clicked on with some text under it that says, you know, if you bought something from this ad, help others by rating your experience. Your response won't be shared on your timeline. And then Facebook is giving a simple sort of three-question option to click dissatisfied, uh, neutral, satisfied, or I didn't buy anything. So it's basically a survey that Facebook is uh, sending in their newsfeeds, in, in the customer's newsfeeds, as a way to check up on you. And you can bet if you get too many bad responses, then your campaign is going to get flagged for further investigation. So it's not just the compliance on the landing page level. It's also the entire experience that the customer had with you. So the need to create a specific funnel for some of the supplement advertisers that are more aggressive, the need to create a specific Facebook funnel that is less aggressive is growing by the day. So if your buyers had a bad experience because of too many upsells or sales tactics that the customer just didn't like or felt it was too heavy-handed or feels you were too aggressive, you can be sure that Facebook will be looking further into your funnel and other marketing tactics. It feels like Facebook is pushing out the direct response marketer, no matter what you're selling supplements or otherwise. Now, why is Facebook doing this? Facebook actually doesn't want the little guy, the $1 million to uh, $40 million 
a beer company to really even be advertising with them at all, in my opinion. Facebook wants the really big, giant brands. There are many different lenses that require compliance at the Facebook level. You can call them lenses, you can call them hoops to jump through. One, and a big one, is really the copy. The actual words that you use on your landing page. So in direct response, it's always best practice to speak directly to the reader, to make a personal connection. And a tried and true method of direct response to do that is to use words like you and your when speaking in your sales copy language so that you're speaking directly to the reader. Unfortunately, Facebook compliance algorithms is specifically looking for words that, because they're used in clickbait headlines, this has made the use the use of, of speaking directly to the reader uh, a red flag for Facebook, and it's becoming a thing of the past when it comes to compliant Facebook landing pages. Now, that is kind of a broad stroke. So you'll hear that from a lot of people. And it's kind of a half-truth. It's partly true, but it's not just like the word you really uh, ticks a box and automatically makes you non-compliant and, and bans your account. It doesn't work that way. It, there's more nuance to it. And with a lot of Facebook compliance things will be going over, you'll see a lot more nuance to the whole thing. That's what makes it really a mess. So, it's not that you can't use the word you, it's that the word you does should not be used in a way to make the viewer, the visitor, feel like they have a negative or bad experience. So you could call them out and use the word you, but if you use it in a way that makes them feel like they have a problem or make them feel um, like there is um, a pain point or make them feel sad, if you will, in any way, uh, Facebook doesn't like that. And those are the tactics that typically are used and work with direct response sales letters. That's not to say that the word you does it. It's the context and the words around the word you. So additionally, any language that includes a symptom of a disease state is not allowed. So what that means is something like high blood sugar. That is a Facebook compliance no-no. Because high blood sugar is a symptom of the disease diabetes. Now, any language that implies a treatment is also not allowed. So the terms managing and sustaining are also not allowed. For example, let's say you had product name helps manage blood sugar. Or product name is recommended for sustaining healthy blood sugar. Now, both imply a treatment. But in the case of blood sugar or blood pressure, it naturally goes up and down. So saying the term high blood pressure is crossing the line with Facebook landing page compliance. 
Instead, to get around that, what's allowable by Facebook in terms of compliance is the word erratic. Saying erratic blood sugar is allowable because it's not a disease or a symptom of a disease. Blood sugar is naturally erratic for everyone since it, go, since it goes up and down throughout the day as a function of the body. Additionally, any term that supports sustaining general health is also allowed. So, as a general guideline, following the FDA compliant copy with claims will put you 90% of the way there with Facebook compliance. If you'd like to learn more about what you can and can't say as far as health supplement claims go, go back all the way to episode 6 or 7 in this podcast that discusses health supplement claims, what you can and can't say. So getting back to Facebook, a quick rule of thumb is as long as you're FDA compliant, you're Facebook compliant. But Facebook does have certain nuances that are different from the FDA general guidelines. For Facebook, it goes deeper than just not mentioning a disease or a condition. Uh, It goes to the level of experience. If your visitors are not having a good experience in the eyes of Facebook, they're going to flag you as non-compliant. So one of those things could be an exit pop on your landing page. Having an exit pop at all means you're non-compliant in Facebook's eyes. Facebook also considers the images you use on the landing page as part of compliance. That makes the Facebook user feel negative in any way. So an image of someone with uh, over belly fat just hanging over their stuff over their belt right that's in facebook eyes is going to make someone feel self-conscious and and bad and have a bad experience as a result facebook basically wants two things one they want to make sure their users don't feel bad or have a bad experience anything on your landing page that does that images copy etc is going to be non-compliant and the second thing facebook wants is to ensure that their users don't feel like their data is being mined or tracked so what that means is in your headlines or even in your copy you can't really call out the person because if you call out the person or the problem person's going to perceive that as, oh, I guess Facebook is tracking me. How did they know that I had that problem? Meanwhile, it's not Facebook tracking at all. Really, it's just good copywriting. And that's kind of what Facebook doesn't allow. So it's essentially watered down copywriting is the answer or part of the biggest answer to getting Facebook compliance. Now, of course, what that means is your page is not going to convert as well. Once you water down all the uh, marketing teeth, if you will, you've got barely anything left. That's why you see a lot of ads on Facebook just going for uh, the discount, just going straight for here's the product, here's the discount. You want to get it. It's very upfront. Um, it's completely super squeaky clean, and none of the sort of direct response tactics are really being used. And as a result, you are giving away your margin, and your conversion rate is really dependent on how low can you go. Again, a race to the bottom, very similar to the discussions we've had on previous episodes about um, the marketplace and what Amazon is doing to supplements. 
However, there are a few things you can do as a supplement marketer uh, with Facebook. Instead of focusing on um, the problem, you can focus on the mechanism. Uh, the mechanism is the thing in your supplement, the ingredient, the combination of ingredients uh, that makes it work, that gets people results. You can also focus on the positive instead of the negative. So by talking about how much it is uh, bad or how how horrible it is to have a specific medical condition, talk about how great it is to feel good and be proud of your body if you're in the weight loss or um, how you can get back to doing the things that you once did um, or how you're able to do this XYZ task that you couldn't do before. Using customer testimonials and using ads built around testimonials is a great way to do that because it's someone else making the statement, which brings us to the third point. Make the pain a third person. Um, Make it a neutral statement. Avoid making strong emotional words like suffering and grief and pain. and uh, It's really putting more of a positive spin on things uh, that go beyond the typical FDA compliance rules for Facebook. Having uh, functional terms and conditions, what I mean by functional is clickable terms and conditions at the bottom of the page is important for Facebook. Having a congruent domain to your brand or product so the landing page URL is the same domain as your main website. And it's really important to have uh, a website, a hub, if you will, uh, so that Facebook sees your brand as real and it, and it connects your brand to that sales page or that landing page that you're sending traffic to. The purpose of a, a brand hub website is strictly for the good graces of, of Facebook in many cases of direct response. They want to know that you're not just uh, an offer company, that you're not just putting up uh, landing pages and trying to sell without a website behind it. They want to know that you're actually a brand. They want to know you're more than just a sales funnel. All Facebook is looking for here is a website that has your product, a way to buy that item, and a bit about who you are as a brand, as a company. The site doesn't have to be linked to your Facebook traffic funnel. It could live as a separate domain as a separate, the same domain, but as a separate entity. Um, And that also has to be very compliant, brand-centric website in the eyes of Facebook. So the same things apply to that. Having your logo at the top of your landing page, your sales page from your ad, as well as your brand uh, website hub is very important. Having a phone number at the top, an address at the bottom, all of those little things are important to Facebook. And all of those little things are able to be uh, spotted just through AI. Just a lot of times the AI on Facebook side sort of flags things without really having a person look at it. The person looking at it is like the next level of Facebook and then it gets even more subjective because now you have a person involved. So if you could eliminate even being flagged in the first place by taking care of these things, checking all these boxes, your success rate goes up. So to recap, Facebook looks at 
a lot of different things. First and foremost, obviously, is the ad that you're placing on Facebook. They look at the headline, they look at the body text, they look at the video or image, they look at the description. Um, and then they also look at your sales page or your landing page. Where does that ad link to? Where does it click to? What is on that page? And when they get to that page, they basically uh, skim it if it's a person looking at that page. So you want to make sure that your headline is really squeaky clean, that your lead copy is really squeaky clean, that there's nothing in there that is going to make the user feel bad, have a bad experience in any way, nothing that's calling out a condition or a problem, nothing that's calling out the user. And they also look at your relationship or the advertiser's relationship with Facebook. So the more history you have uh, running ads with them, the better that's going to look more favorable in their eyes. So if you're just starting out uh, on your own and you don't have like a, tra- a traffic agency that has a relationship already established with Facebook, I recommend starting with like a two or three week um, uh, two or three weeks of ads that are just going to a very, very super clean page, right? Maybe it's even your e-commerce uh, website just to start out, just to warm up the ad account because the ad account is essentially the relationship that you have with Facebook. They need to uh, they need to know that you are a safe advertiser, that you are a respectable advertiser, and that gives them a little bit of runway, a little bit of of a relationship between you and Facebook before you can start adding more ads in and adding to different landing pages. So, like, let's say you want to take them to a compliant landing page to just kind of get the sale. Before you do that, what I'm recommending is you send them to your e-commerce page and just warm them up or even just to blog posts or something else other than the end goal here because if you just send them to your landing page here and even though it may be squeaky clean and fully compliant there's always something that you miss and Facebook is going to catch so by taking them to something else uh, first you're you're just establishing that relationship and that's the third important step to running a successful ad campaign uh, on Facebook and being compliant because the relationship that you have with Facebook is part of what they see as compliance. All of this is what I would put under the Facebook ad management bucket as part of the compliance uh, formula. Uh, So in addition to a well-managed campaign, uh, you want to be monitoring and responding to all comments in your ad posts. Uh, All if you're posting in the feed, you want to be responding to comments there um, quickly, and you don't want any comments to have a non-response, even if it's just a thanks or a uh, whatever. You, you need to respond. Facebook does look to see if you are actively answering questions and engaging with comments. If you don't respond to ad post comments, the performance of your campaign will go downhill, uh, leaving you kind of scratching your head, wondering, why is this not working? Overall, Facebook is a necessary evil, right? Following these Facebook landing page compliant guidelines will absolutely hurt conversions, no doubt. But as dietary supplement marketers, we're forced to play the Facebook game. When it comes to online traffic, Facebook is the 800-pound gorilla, at least for now. But for the time being, watered-down direct response selling is the only way to continue to get Facebook traffic. The watered-down compliant approach is working for many direct response health brands, but 
I can see that coming to an end at some point. Uh, as other people flood the Facebook market, as this happens, the marketplace sophistication level will rise even higher. And in an already highly sophisticated audience, um, this is a red flag for me. The real issue is that the selling methods that made direct response so great are being amputated by Facebook, leading to a race to the bottom of profit margin. All we have left to compete with will be price because of watered-down marketing. Facebook is a really big topic, and we didn't even get into uh, the cookie aspect of things and the changes on Apple iOS for tracking. It's a giant ball of wax. We just really touched the surface here. But if you found this valuable, and I hope you did, um, leave me a comment in, in wherever you're listening to your your this podcast. Um, I look at all the comments and I appreciate all the feedback. And thanks for listening. Creative Thirst is a direct response digital agency focusing on conversion rate optimization and A-B testing. We work with dietary supplement companies who are struggling to maximize the profitability of their funnels so they can scale. Through the last seven years in the online health space, we've optimized many dietary supplement businesses. And in that time, we've uncovered the three critical funnels for success. We put together that information in a free digital download called The Three Funnels Every Health Supplement Business Needs to Build a Multi-Million Dollar Empire. You can get that free report by going to creativethirst.com. Scroll down to the appropriate section and click on the blue Get Your Ebook button.